Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Robbie Knox, and I'm the landlord of The Moon Underwater, a mystical place where guests create their dream pub. Welcome back to The Moon Underwater, where we are creating Glenmore's Sandfield Dream Pub. Uh, before we, we left for the break, Dan Trelfer set us some pub quiz questions. So let's hand back over to Dan for the answers. Yes, the theme was uh, famous Glens. Mm-hmm. Uh, first question was, in Knowing Me, Knowing You, the name of Alan Partridge's band leader was Glen what? Anyone do Glenn, what, what were you I've doing? seen so much Alan Partridge, yep. and I've never watched a single episode of Knowing Me, Knowing You. Oh. It's the one series. Um, so I'm going to go was, like Davro. It was slightly before your time, I think. Oh, maybe. Yes. So. Yeah. 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 I, I have absolutely no idea. So I've just gone on Glenn Miller in case it's mm-hmm. a copy of Glenn Miller. Could have done it. Could have done a Glenn Miller question, but I thought okay. it would have been a bit niche, so I didn't. What about uh, the Glenn Campbell question as well? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Glenn Ponder. Is the answer okay? okay. Played by uh, Steve Brown. Oh, right. I know he also plays um, in Harry Hill's band, The Caterers, as well, and wrote wrote, ah. the, re- wrote the recent musical Tony about oh. Tony Blair with Harry Hill. Steve Brown, lovely man. Um, the actor Glenn Close been nominated for eight Oscars. How many times has she won? Well, I know the last time she was nominated was the wife, and at the time, everyone was saying that she'd never won. I also don't think she won for that either. I'm going to say zero. Zero. I've, al- I've also I've written none rather than zero, but it means the same thing. Yes, yeah. that you are both correct there. Yes, she won zero times. It's a record she shares with Peter O'Toole, who also nominated mm. eight times. They did eventually give him an honorary Oscar. Oh, that you wouldn't Which count that. You would wouldn't you? count it. That's not yeah. going on the show. That's going to the toilet there. So <laughs> yes. Same as Alfred Hitchcock. I they think. should give you a random one like best hair and makeup. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, and third question. The mayor of Knox County, Tennessee, is Glenn Jacobs. But what name did he use in his previous career in a combative branch of showbiz? I'm assuming that means WWE. It does. So I went with The Undertaker. Close. Oh. Uh, I had no idea. That's a much more sensible answer than Wolf from Gladiators. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great answer. No, he runs a gym in New Zealand. Really good, yeah. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's a very good guess, I think. Mm. Okay. Uh, very similar hair. Okay, oh. so it's Kane. It's the Undertaker's oh, brother. Oh, oh no! Oh. <laughs> Undertaker's wow. brother, of course. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, he's now a massive Trump fan, unfortunately. But okay. Or fortunately, depending, yeah. on, your depending on what you like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, well, uh, yeah. There's so a so one one. Yeah, very good. Well done. Well, Dan, I, I thoroughly enjoyed your debut quiz. Thanks. Um, if other people didn't know and they want to tag you on social media whilst expressing the view that Robin's quizzes are much better than yours, what social media would you say is best to inflict maximum personal turmoil on you? Um, well, I, I've given up Facebook and I don't really look at Instagram, yeah. so Twitter would be the best. And any insecurities they can target when they're slagging? I mean, literally almost anything. Almost anything. Skinny Wonderful. arms. Stuff. Okay, yep. physique, physique, focus physique on the physique. Yep. Wonderful. Yep. Okay, right. Um, on to spirits now. You get two spirits mm-hmm. to enjoy in the moon underwater. What's the first one? First one is Captain Morgan. Ah. Uh, I, I, I was never really much of a sort of a rum drinker or anything like that. Uh, someone taught me how to make grog once and that was uh, <laughs> great. What is grog? Grog is basically, it's... Loads of lime, rum, and then just kind of a fruit juice if you're choosing. Oh. Uh, and I thought grog was another word for booze. Well, I mean, it but is. I think but it I mean, like, I think it, since I then it's it taken a... on like a new sort of meaning. Yeah. yeah. And it, in its most basic form, if you had to make it with as few ingredients as possible, then it's like, it's lime, a different fruit juice, and then, and then rum. It's really tasty. But that's kind yeah. of the problem. Uh, but I haven't had rum in so long because I'm, I'm uh, scarred by a Captain Morgan experience uh, a few years ago. <laughs> Which was, uh, I, I had to audition for a voiceover for the Captain Morgan advert, not to play the pirate himself, but the idea was, I think the advert was going to be a talking bottle of Captain Morgan, and then a talking bottle, like a talking bottle of another drink, and then a talking glass of wine, and that sort of thing. And I think I was meant to be like, a, I, was, I was auditioning for the role of uh, like a cup of coffee, and I think it was meant to be all sort of like nervy and jittery and stuff like that. And so I did this sort of voiceover audition and it felt like saying out of toast. It was, I'd never really done anything sort of like that. And then I got like a callback to go back the next week and I was like, well, this is great. I'm looking forward to this. And I went back and for some reason they had got me muddled up with someone else and they brought me in with another guy and they said, so Glenn, you're going to read for the role of the tequila shot. So uh, as, as in the previous audition, it's just a Mexican accent. Um... <laughs> And I'd never in my life attended a Mexican accent. Oh, no. And the guy who was auditioning with me was Mexican. <laughs> so for the first time oh, in my life, no. I had to try a Mexican accent out in, in front of a Mexican person. And so I was like reading from a script and trying my best to do this accent. And in the, co- in the periphery of my vision, I could just see his head just turning towards me as if to go, what the fuck is that? Oh, <laughs> and so God. since then, I don't think, I've, every time I see the bottle, I sort of, shudder so this is a way of facing my fear is it would be on every shelf in this pub wow so, so it was a mistake you, you it was a mistake they had made they had and made. i was like i don't think i'm meant to be reading this i can't really do a spanish accent and they were sort of like well just do, do, do you know do, do the read anyway and our friend mike um <laughs> do you know the story i'm gonna no. say he he was trying to be an actor mm. and he had a great deal of success and the day he decided to quit and get another job was he went for an, an audition for a McDonald's advert, mm. and Mike, he's 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 quite posh. Uh, he's white. He's he looks quite posh, doesn't he? He dresses yep. quite posh. There. He went along to this McDonald's sort of advert. Looks like a rancid Hugh Grant. And he said, <laughs> he said they were yeah. yeah that's, that's basically true. Yeah, yeah. Um, he said he went along to this advert for McDonald's, and there were thirty people waiting to go in. And he said everyone else was black. And he's like, <laughs> he went up and said, "Hi." Um, <laughs> 
And they, they, when he came in, they were giving him like mm. funny looks before he went into the room. Yeah. And he went in like that and said, yeah, I think maybe there's been a mistake. And, and But they wouldn't accept, they wouldn't admit that they made a mistake. They'd go, no, everyone's welcome to try it for this. He goes, just not convinced this is this is the, what you're after sort of thing. And and it, and it wasn't. So you just had to completely waste it. You had to waste it. was just wasted. But, waste they, but they wouldn't just go, sorry, there's been a yeah, mistake, been a which mistake. they yeah, clearly yeah. had yeah. and was very obvious to everyone. Yeah. Um, and he, he just left that and went, I'm, I'm going to give up. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. are quite insistent at auditions that you just go, but they'll never. Like, I had this with an audition for Rocket Man, the Elton John film, and sort of went along. And as soon as I walked in, the guy immediately his eyes glazed over. I was clearly not. <laughs> and it wasn't for Elton John; it was like one of his bandmates. And so I sort of walked in and sort of stood on the sort of X on the floor. He sort of mended down or whatever, and um, and he was just he had he was next to the camera. And he just had his he was just checking his phone for ages, and I was just sort of twiddling my thumbs. And eventually, he just sort of went, uh, "Yeah, great. Well, thank you so much for coming in." And I went. Sorry, do you want me to do the line? He went, oh, oh yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, do it. Yeah. And it was like, no, I'll just go. Oh, no. I'll just go, man. This is, this is horrible. It's bad when people won't tell you that there's, there's clear, they've made a mistake of course, or something like that. It's so much worse. I have the same face as the comedian Joe Wilkinson. Yeah, and a yes. lot of the time I get... I used to, before he was on TV, yeah. really, I would go to comedy nights and the comedian twice, the comedian on stage went, hi, Joe, to me. And I'd have to say, <laughs> I'm not Joe. And they'd be like... Because I, I had the long hair and exactly beard what the Joe would say. And they'd be like, oh, Joe's doing a bit or something like that. I go, no, I'm actually not. You think I'm Joe Wilkinson. Yeah. And, and I'd have to have this conversation in front of everyone. It was horrific. And we've, I've never met him, but we're friends on Facebook. And we've, he'll message me every now and then going, hey, I, because um, I used to be, I was on TV and Soccer AM. So yeah, yeah. I'd get people come up to me and he'd say, hey, I was in Italy. Someone came up to me. I thought I was you. Um, I've, um, so I just went with it. I hope you don't mind. And they go, no, cool. And, and we just compare. <laughs> That's so nice. confused for the other one but I was once at the Isle of Wight festival and I hadn't been on TV for years mm. and some and it was to date to when this was it was Amnesty International had a free pussy riot um, sign and they asked for a, they said hey do you want a photo um, we love you I love you um, on, on TV yeah. and I was thinking you did, I'm not sure I'm who you think I am they yeah. were like oh you're not on TV and I'm like I was, but yeah, you, didn't, yeah, but you, yeah, didn't, yeah. you didn't watch it. And I, you think it is, and then they'd be like, um, and they say, "Well, I said, I said, I think you think I'm Joe Wilkinson. I'm not." And I said, "They said, said, um, so I mean, I will happily do it." They went, "Yeah, yeah, take a photo. Go, You're not going to use it. You're not gonna use it. <laughs> but equally, I'm not going to go. No, I'm not going to take a photo. I'm yes, exactly. Yeah. So we had to sit there for this photo with this free pussy riot sign. But they're <laughs> obviously going to delete before I've left left the area. Um, sort of thing. Um, Captain Morgan, have you have you ever tasted Captain Morgan? Do you, do you, yeah, yeah, I'd say you as, like... as far as rums go, it's probably my favourite one. Okay, yeah, I don't think I, I, don't think I know. I don't think I've got a favourite rum. I don't think. Have you got a favourite rum? No. That, that and Sailor Jerry, but do taste quite similar, and Havana Club as well. Rum's a drink I really like to like, but I haven't ever got into it. I like the idea of just having going. Yeah, I'm just gonna have a straight rum. Yeah, and just again, it's an aesthetic thing. I think you have to be on a beach yeah. or yeah. in a sandy area like yeah. paradise yeah <laughs> yeah yeah well it's, it fits in it fits in with the vision mm. um the only time i've really drunk rum with any consistency is when i first moved to london there was a bar in brixton i've no idea if it's still there called the brixtonian havana bar mm. and it was they had like i think it they supposedly had the most rums in one bar in the country mm. like that and it was all these different rums you go and try rums but regulars could buy a bottle of rum and they would just get what they want there and then it would get put behind the bar for them 
for next time they come in and they could just carry on drinking their bottle of rum. Like, I was a, like a tab? Yeah, like a tab, but a physical tab <laughs> of rum. So you'd go, you'd buy, I mean, I was never that, I was never at that level of regularness. Yeah. But there were people who would just go in, buy their bottle of rum. It would go there when they turn up, but I want to get their rum, put it on the table. They just drink rum, give the bottle back at the end of their session. Restaurants should do that. Nice. Instead of asking for a doggy bag, you go, I'll come back next week and finish this bag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but what about you? Uh, you trying to eat leftover Chateaubriand and wine? You'd well, I ate it immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would have yeah, really called me out of a meal, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Fabulous. Okay, so Captain Morgan is in your Moon Underwater. Yes. What else is joining it? Sambuca. I hate it. I hate it so much, but it's going in a pub. I fight because it is certainly the most. I I feel by having two kinds of wheat beer, it's quite it's quite limited in taste, uh, and so this really sort of broadens the taste because no other drink tastes like sambuca. Um, now I, I'm always fascinated by drinks that I cannot have ever again because of like a bad experience I've had with it or I've had too much of it, or whatever, and. Um, I went, the first time I sort of went on like a holiday with friends, like sort of independently, uh, was when I just finished school when I was 18 and we were going to Italy and uh, my, a friend of mine had booked it and we'd all given him the money and then he sort of booked the flights and stuff and he said, we're going to a place called Pescara and we were like, I have never heard of that, but okay, why why are we going to Pescara? And he was like, well, it was the only place in Italy that flew from London Stansted. And we lived way closer to Gatwick and Heathrow. So I said, why, why are we going to London Stansted? And he was like, because it's the only place that flies to Pascara. And it was like, so, right, well, which, which is, what's happened? What weird chicken egg situations happened here? This place we've never heard of. And we went and it was like this industrial like, harbour town. It was like, in no way oh, a holiday God. destination. It wasn't like, a, oh, it's, you know, you could walk around like a city break. And the beaches were just so overlooked. Like, it was... Simpsons-esque in that you could basically just see the pollution going into the water and stuff like that. Um, and we just couldn't find any pubs or restaurants or anything. We were there for a week and two nights we went to bed without any dinner because we couldn't find oh, a single restaurant. God. In Italy? In Italy. We'd been walking around for like three hours and we were like, we cannot find anywhere. Um, and uh, I mean, on about probably four nights in, we were walking along the beach and we found this sand bar because it was on the beach you know yeah. i don't see any connection with paradise because paradise has a, a roof and better drinks because what they had and i've never seen or heard of this <laughs> anyway since i've googled it there's no experience that offers this sambuca was on tap and they what? just filled up I, maybe it was a knockoff version of sambuca but basically they you, they just held like a pint glass under it and you basically just said when and then they would top up the rest of it with like, orange juice. And it was unbelievable. <laughs> and everyone else at this bar was 18 or under. It was really strange. It was really, really, really strange. Um, and we was, it was the only real like place we'd found that served booze in this whole of this town. And so we were sipping, but it was just pints of Sambuca. And we were like shaking after each sip. Like, this, oh, this is God. horrible. And I've, I've never deliberately had it since. It's so disgusting. Because I mean, I'm, I'm I a about. little bit disappointed you haven't put it on tap. I'll be honest. Yeah, we <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we can put it on as an extra yeah. draft thing. Uh, uh, you can order enough shots to fill a pint glass, yes. certainly. Yeah. But um, in terms of me being able to like not taste stuff if I don't want to, I can still obviously like sense consistencies in the same way that like I wouldn't be able to just eat like a dog turd. <laughs> I'd be so keenly aware as a dog turd. But sambuca has such a specific like consistency. It has got that hand gel-esque consistency yeah. is very gloopy isn't it yeah and i've not been able to have it since so i think it's quite handy to have at your bar something you personally would not have but it's for other people 
I noticed you said the word that I've never had it deliberately since. Does that mean you've accidentally had? Unless someone gets a round of shots. Someone gets a round of shots. You and do it. You, and, and it's already too late. It's already down your throat because you don't sip it. It's gone. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. that would that would be the only... I was wondering what situation in which you'd accidentally ingest his Sambuca. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but nice. I'd get to the end. <laughs> I'd get to the end of like a, a double Sambuca and go whatever and sort of go, I think that was... Oh, I'm no. getting an aftertaste now. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it might have fallen off a shelf into your yeah. mouth or something like that. Um, so with this drink, mm. you would... So the, the trick would be to go stop and have more fruit juice... Unless Sambuca. I guess so, yeah. But at the time, we were just like, yeah, your money's worth. I remember it just being so insanely cheap. Obviously, I guess it was it just was a standard price for the pint, no matter how much Sambuca or juice you had. I don't know. I don't know if they weighed it or something like that before they put the fruit juice in. <laughs> I don't really remember because obviously we left so wasted. But I, I have never encountered it since. And obviously, it's a business model that fundamentally does not work because it doesn't <laughs> exist anywhere else. But it was just mad. But it wasn't like. Um, it wasn't like a label tap either, you know, where you sort of get like a cause light logo. Because obviously it's not a done thing. They don't sell, they don't sell the yeah. tap design. So it was just <laughs> these unmarked taps that just obviously were just coming from this bag of Sambuca. It wow. was so weird. It's incredible. And it was on the beach in Italy in this, in this town that I have never seen come up in the news or <laughs> in any cultural conversation. Wow. Yeah, I've... Um... I've been to a similar place, Ancona in Italy. Mm. That It was, a, again, a cheap place that flew to Italy. I thought, oh, it's Italy. But it was a similar thing. It was it was just industry and boats. And I think it's a port town. And that's what I, think we did. I think we then got a ferry to Greece. But there was nothing around. Eventually managed to find one pizza restaurant. But it was a similar sort of vibe. Yeah, so might be, I think people think of this romantic Italy. But there are. it's good to remember that there are parts of Italy that are rubbish yeah in the same way but I guess if, if uh, like an American came to the UK and be like oh my god it's going to be like a Richard Curtis film and they just go straight to like Utoxeter yeah. <laughs> I was so curious as to what you were going to pick Utoxeter fuming now absolutely yeah. fuming and so in your pub will it be served in the same way in uh, with a say when well the draft taps are already taken so I'm presuming I'm not allowed no you're allowed you're allowed the spirit in whatever serving method you let's whack it on tap then it's, it and, on. and you say when yeah and then, and the rest is topped up with orange juice or any juice? Yes, uh, probably orange juice. I think that was okay. the only way you could, because at least you're sort of getting your vitamins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's actually quite healthy. It's, it's one of the healthier drinks on the on the menu. Dan, Robin, famously had his pub library where he um, imparted great works of literature for for us. Uh, how's mm. your pub library? Yeah, I haven't done a pub library. What, mate? I haven't done. I haven't done a pub library. I'm sorry. Why? Why not? I, look, I, I, you know, I was obviously a fan of the show. I listened to Robin a lot. I'm just not. I like reading. I do read. I'm not saying I'm not someone who reads, but I'm not a literary kind of master like he was. So it's, it, I haven't done it. You sound a bit like you're overcompensating. With I do, I can read. I can, <laughs> I can actually, re- I do know the letters. What I mean. Okay, have you got anything else for us? Yeah, well, what I I have got something else. I okay. you know, I'm not going to leave a gap. So what I thought would be nice if we could get the listener to join in. Right. And my idea is that the listener can send in something that they would like to see. In the pub of the guests that we're talking to. Can I, can I just quickly interrupt there to say, when you say the listener, it makes it sound like there is only one listener yeah, well, in the that's, underwater. That's, that's me. 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's kind of etiquette, sort of, to, you know, like that we don't assume there's lots, you know. We not, assume not, there's I'm, more than one. We're not, we're not arrogant. If there's not more than one, I'm leaving. Yeah. Yeah, right. But it's, it's, um, a, but it's a it's a radio technique to to yeah, you know imply you're talking to just one person. But that's yeah, why okay. on absolute radio we go Paul. We always <laughs> yeah. just say Paul. Okay, we assume right. he's Paul. Yeah. All right, well, and I maybe, feel ganged up on now. So we'll carry on <laughs> maybe it is Paul. Um, and they can suggest something that they would like to see in the pub, right. and then our guest, in this case, Glenn, mm-hmm. can either accept that into his sandfield pub mm-hmm. with the sambuca on tap, or reject it out of hand. Okay, so right. uh, have, you, have you got one for this? I have got one for this week. It's from Sam in Manchester, mm-hmm. and we can have a listen right now. Hi, Glenn. Sam from Manchester here. So as you used to be a newsreader, I reckon your pub should have an hourly news bulletin playing over the speakers covering what's going on that day. You know, like Dave's just walked in or we're running low on bitter, that kind of thing. Um, I also think it makes sense for you to do the announcements, but I'm sure you could find someone else if you wanted to. Wow. Interesting. What do you think, I then? think great. I mean, if it's on the hour, and let's say, I mean, Paradise is going to have quite lengthy opening hours. I do, you know, I, I, I do want the pub to stay open till about two in the morning. I also want it to be open from 6am for all the blood-covered books. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so that's quite a big undertaking, but on the hour, every hour. I'd feel like Desmond in Lost when he had to type in that code every certain amount of yeah. time. Um, but no, I think that would be good, especially if, you know, as Sam said, it's like it's stuff about the pub. So breaking news coming in, John's just broken up with his girlfriend, Nicola, to have allegations that they cheated on each other back in Spain last year. We'll have more on this as we get it. I think that would be really handy to have. You know, it gives a sense of pub community. And also, it means people will be less likely to cause huge drama People will be less likely to cause huge drama in your pub knowing that it's going to get broadcast. There's a riot yeah. going on. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I like it. I love that sort of localised news. It's like when you go to Glastonbury Festival, there's that newspaper. There's the Glastonbury newspaper. Yeah. There. And I remember going as a kid to Scout Jamboree because I was kind of a legend. Mm-hmm. Um, and, <laughs> uh, and there they would have a newspaper of things that had happened during the week at this scout camp and stuff like that. And, it was, and you could put messages in and stuff like that to other people and... Really good. So I like What's that really hyper Ten dead. In- <laughs> well, I think we would try and put things that were veiled insults to our friends in it that we could then go, ah, they've said yeah, this yeah, about yeah. you sort of thing. You could go too obvious, but of we course. would try and try and get things into the local mm. jamboree newspaper. So I quite like that hyper-localised news. Yeah, for sure. It'd be yeah. nice if you kind of had a studio which you disappeared to. You know, maybe someone else takes over at the bar, you disappear into the back room and it broadcast onto an actual screen... Oh, wow, so it actually takes it, over the pub TV. Yeah, or oh, would yeah. it be you just with a microphone behind the bar, I suppose? No, I think it needs to be broadcast. You've got to yeah. go big on this. So you thing. need a set in the back. Uh, yeah, somewhere. and also I think if standing behind the bar with a microphone makes people think a pub quiz is about to begin. Yes. Yeah. So I don't want to I don't want, I, I don't want to, um, mislead anyone. Are you going to have a raving reporter? A We're going to cross over to the pub Peter's garden. in the bathroom. We're mixed bin in for 15 minutes now. <laughs> How's he getting on? I like that. I'll be honest, Dan. When you started that feature, I feared the worst. Yeah. But that was an excellent, it was really an excellent good. suggestion. Thanks, uh, yeah. How can people submit things in the future? Well, they can they can send them in to you, Robbie. At uh, Robbie at moonunderpod.com is the place to send it into. So thanks, Sam from Manchester. Your choice has been accepted by Glenn. And now it's time for the pub jukebox. Now, John always wanted CDs, very specifically. Times are changing at the Moon Underwater. We will stick, we will accept CDs, but we will also accept mini discs 
if you want to. I went quite hard in on mini discs when they came out. Mm. I backed the wrong horse, <laughs> and I'm really hoping for a hoping for a comeback uh, from them. Um, so, what one CD or mini disc will you be putting into your pub tube box? Oh, that's a that's a tricky one. I think I would go for can can I go for cassette? Yes, like I'll, I'll I'll transfer it to mini disc. Yeah, you can have a cassette, and there will be in the corner of the mini underwater. There is a man who has a computer that will transfer it onto mini disc for you. Perfect. Uh, I will go for the uh, first cassette that I ever had purchased for me, which was Hits '93. Uh, contains uh, M People, Moving On Up, Frankie Goes to Hollywood, inexplicably. There was no correlation between <laughs> tone, mood, genre. It was just a wild amalgamation of just songs that came out that year, or maybe not even that year. Hits 93, <laughs> Volume 1, is a compilation album released by Telstar Records and BMG in February 1993. Oh, They've gone very early in 93. They've not really... Well, I mean, we have had some absolute bangers in the first two months. It must have taken at least four weeks to produce this album. So really, they've just done genuine. They've gone, do you know what? It's not going to get better than this. It is not. There's this track listing Snap, Exterminate, West End featuring Sybil, The Love I Lost. There's Two Unlimited, No Limit, classic. Take That, Could It Be Magic? Arrested Development, Mr. Wendell. Very good. Bear in mind, I was three or four when I received this. So those songs aren't suitable for a three or four. <laughs> well, this one is WWF Superstar Slam Jam. Oh, oh wow. yes. What a tune. That's You know that's... Um, not held up historically because it's the only one of all the tracks on Wikipedia <laughs> that you can't click through to it get a link to the actual page. Yeah, no blue link. Doesn't even have a red link. No. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, it never had anything there. Yeah. There we go. Well, and, and the Shaman, but not one of Forever People, not one of the big Shaman hits. Right. Yeah. Not everybody's a good. Not Boss Drum. Not wow. Move Any Mountain. It's Forever People. Wow. That's that's. It's, Tom, I think that's a Tom Jones full of songs that would make people go. Have I heard that before? I don't think I've heard yeah. that before. Yeah, because yeah, it's... These are not the biggest hits from the 90s to any extent. No, yeah. and also they're not the big hits a lot of the time for the artist in question. Yeah. Annie Lennox is on there. Oh, is it a broken oh, glass you, I, song? I no. reckon it's one of those companies that just didn't necessarily have the like li- the license for it, in which case don't release the album. Yeah. yeah. But that feels like real pro-evo I remember like the, uh, like the free music TV stations back in the day of like um, of uh, the box was one me and my sister used to watch yeah. and they would do like a countdown every Christmas of like the 10 greatest Christmas songs ever and obviously they couldn't afford the licensing for like some of the bigger ones so number one they were like and number one is obviously Mariah Carey and then they played some Mariah Carey like Christmas B-side called like Santa you're my friend and it was like no that's not the that's, that's not, not the best one, one ever, is it? Dan, you've worked on loads of TV shows that are about yeah. sort of lists type things. What? And Christmas songs. And Christmas songs. And Christmas films. Mm. Yeah. What, what, what are some of the... Didn't you do one about penguins? I did a show about penguins. Was that not... Wasn't a, a no, that wasn't show. a top 50 penguins. No, it wasn't. March thereof, was it? Yeah, it was sort of a... It was called We Love Penguins for Sky. It was an hour about why we love penguins. Oh. So, sorry to miss that. It was quite hard to fill that hour. <laughs> Sounds like it was commissioned by a penguin. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Very much so. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay, um, Hits 93, Volume 1. Mm-hmm. I do does beg question of how, what the other, um, how many volumes there were of the year. Four. But I can tell you, Four. Hits 93, Volume 2, came out in spring. So that's like a 
February, God. spring could be March. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's a month later. Gone, Do you know what? We've gone too early. With yeah, well, the people who released it really naive and gone, hey, there's more songs. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We yeah. thought this. We thought this would be the only hit yeah. of the year. Yeah. Then the, volume three was out on the sixteenth of August. Volume four uh, was was released and charted number two in December nineteen ninety three. Is wow. Glenn only allowed volume one because as their volume, he's only allowed volume one. I think. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I only want, I only want volume had. one. So yeah, the big hits of February ninety three. And yeah. that's purely a nostalgia choice. Is anything else? Sort of like think it's nice to have a mix of songs. Well, it wasn't like necessarily my favourite. It was just the first one I sort of had access to, and you sort of go, well, if this is a pub based on personal experience, that would be the that would be the go to because it's it's a, it's a, it's an album I remember having and an album which I couldn't tell you more than two songs that were on the track <laughs> listing which is unlike any other album I've ever had uh, yeah I mean annoying on a cassette as well because you can't skip tracks or you you have to fast forward them yeah which yeah. is imprecise yeah really and then imprecise. press play yeah. to work out where you are in the song yeah. and then forward yeah, it yeah. No, yeah. 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 Frust- frustrating a frustrating but brilliant choice mm. there yeah. from, from Glenn right time for a new choice in mm. the moon underwater a new innovation under this landlord stewardship and it is called a drink in time my first post-divorce pint, the gin I had in Hull, my nan's homemade buckfast, the rum I drank with Liz Hurley, the lager I stole from the pigeon detectives. For this choice, Glenn, the moon underwater is not just going to move you from realm to realm, it's going to move you through the very fabric of time mm-hmm. to allow you to relive one drink or one drinking session from your past. So what drink would you like to revisit and live all over again? It's called Cassini. Now, uh, I, when I was about 18 or 19, uh, I was never going to have the funds available to purchase a bottle of wine. And that's where old friends like Lambrini came along. Uh, and Lambrini was obviously just a punchline for many people. Uh, it was just served at a bottle that didn't really look like a wine bottle and passed itself off as like a, I think it says on the label, like wine-flavoured drink or one of those <laughs> sort of things. But I was then stunned to find that Lambrini, which was like three pounds a bottle, had a knockoff cousin. Like Lambrini was already a knockoff of, of wine. <laughs> yeah. So to find that Lambrini had a knockoff called Cassini and it came in like two litres. It was like a big, <laughs> big bottle yeah. of milk. Um, and I, I, I bought one once and I mean, like I said at the beginning, I didn't realise, I, I, you know, bef- before I sort of went to uni, I thought, oh, you know, I've definitely been drunk. I mean, I didn't realise until I went to uni, I, I really, really, re- that, that's when I really sort of experienced it for the first time. Um, just had a big bottle of Cassini to myself day before the Easter holidays. And um, I started the evening off so normally, um, I'd, I'd gone to HMV earlier that day. I'd bought the Studio Ghibli film Princess Mononoke, and I, uh, but the next day I could remember the first 10 minutes of that film vividly and nothing after that because I had it on my laptop. And by the middle of the film, um, I'd, I'd, I'd gone from watching the film on the TV to moving it to my laptop so that I could play Guitar Hero on the TV because now I was like, I'm going to live forever. Um, all because of the effect Cassini was having on me. And I found myself not only playing Guitar Hero, but playing Guitar Hero fully upside down. So my head was on the floor. My back and bum were on the cushions and back seat, respectively. And my legs were dangling over the side. And I was playing, trying to play through, through the fire and flames um, upside wow. down. Obviously fail, getting 10 seconds in, if that, and then yeah. failing. And then just trying to play Guitar Hero upside down. Well, Guitar Hero doesn't appreciate if you're doing it on your head, does it? It doesn't appreciate no. if you're doing it. So, um, And I, I, I then don't really remember much of the sort of rest of the evening. And um, I went to my bedroom 
and I, 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 the room was just spinning and it was that level of drunkenness where you go, I've already ruined tomorrow. I've already ruined tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow's going to be disgusting. I will not have a nice sleep. I dread going to sleep. I dread closing my eyes. I'm on a roller coaster every time I close my eyes. This is hell. I can't imagine when I'll be happy again. And um, <laughs> I remember waking up in the middle That's of the so night. <laughs> waking up in the middle of the night and thinking, I, I, need, to, I need to throw up and, and just leaning over the edge of my bed and throwing up into my shoes. Um, oh, wow. And in the morning, I didn't realise, and uh, I found out when I put my shoes on. Um, oh, li- literally that late? That late, yeah. yeah. And um, it was because I'd had, I think, yeah, two two bottles of two bottles of Cassini, and I never went back to Cassini. And the thing is, Cassini tasted so bad; it didn't taste like wine. It tasted of such bad wine; it tasted of cider. What colour was it? Kind of very see through, very right. uh, schlur esque. Okay, yeah. 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 Um, and it, yeah, it looked like flavouring rather than like its own drink, but it tasted so much of cider. I have never had a drink of cider since. Before that, cider was my favourite alcoholic beverage. Wow. I haven't had a sip of cider since I was 18 years old because of one night, one night I had so early on into my drinking career. A drink so bad that it has ruined a completely Completely different different drink drink by association. Yeah. But I'd have these moments where occasionally I'd have so, I'd get so drunk off one particular drink I then wouldn't be able to have that figure. So I I maybe had four years off red wine because there was one time where I had only about two glasses of red wine, but it was uh, I was on antibiotics because I'd had the flu or something like that, and um, that concoction was so uh, destructive that I then didn't have wine for like years. Uh, but Cassini is like the ultimate version of that. But I, I haven't been able to have strong, but I f- it makes me feel sick if I can smell it and stuff like that. I really, I really like how you're using your choices to work through issues from your past. Yeah. Well, I think really because nice. I was like, oh, I could make this like my favourite drinks of all yeah. time. But I'd just be talking about, oh, man, I, I had a really great night out. And I, <laughs> yeah. It made me think how much I appreciated friendship. Whereas yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's to be able to say, I found out when I sunk my feet into my shoes just how oh, bad Cassini had been for me. God. When, when you were sick into your shoes mm. at the time, <laughs> did you ever think, by the way, that you'd be being sat here being interviewed and be asked, when you were sick into your shoes? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, not, it's, not, it's not Jerry Paxman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, when you were sick into your shoes, were you mm. being sick into your shoes to use them as a vessel for the sick no or you I being... just went I'm right. going to do this over the edge of the bed okay. all, I, all I know is I won't be sick on my bed that's all I knew okay. that was all I knew yeah okay okay I'm curious as to why you've chosen to you're reliving this drink what yeah. sounds like a harrowing and horrific experience I want to relive it in order to just limit myself to the one bottle of Cassini that evening ah. so that I may have enjoyed the second half of Princess Mononoke and been able to successfully get through a song the right way up on Guitar Hero and as a result, be able to enjoy a Strongbow or Magnus every now and then. I feel you need to watch uh, the documentary Back to the Future to learn about the dangers of changing history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you might just have that one bottle of Cassini and then you come back and you're working on checkout yeah. somewhere. Right? Yeah. You've never done comedy. You never, never know. Yeah, that could, it's a real sort of sliding... I refer to sliding door situations as a yeah. bottle of Cassini situations. Equally, it could <laughs> go... one where I could have had cider or one where I enjoy cider and I've slept yeah. with John Hannah. There's yeah. one of these. Yeah. <laughs> it, could go, it could go the other way, however. And you but you know, have one bottle. Yeah. It's either and Cassini you have or you've slept with John Hannah. Yeah. <laughs> it could he be refers the, to me as his north, south, east and west. Um, <laughs> it could be that you have that one bottle and then you... Come back, you have changed history, but you're walking out Wembley Stadium to play the biggest comedy gig ever. Yeah. It could could go either way. 
Damn. And we will find out in, <laughs> in the moon in the moon underwater. Wonderful. Okay. Uh, a, a great choice there. Um, we are now going to find out your dream pub companion, but that is only for people on the Moon Underwater Patreon, which you can find out all about and subscribe to by going to moonunderpod.com. The rest of you will enjoy this delightful advertisement. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Welcome back to our regular listeners to the Moon Underwater. If you are not a Patreon subscriber, you have missed out on learning about a wonderful, wonderful companion for, for that Glenn has, has chosen there. You are barred. You've chosen a lot of interesting things in your pub, mm-hmm. from the sand to the zambuca. But now we choose what we want to exclude from the pub. What's the one thing that you're going to bar from your pub that can never happen or set foot in this pub jack the ripper is just not welcome right and we'd have various photos of artist impressions and the like and drawings pencil drawings and e-fits and stuff like that around the pub of do not serve do not serve this man Right, mm. a, a little murder phobic, if I'm totally honest. But that's 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 fine. For me. Yeah, I know. I, I know it's very regressive. Of me, but, um, <laughs> Paradise, I, th- I think we've already stated, is in Whitechapel. So we, you know, we need to. We we, we obviously need to keep the the, the local yeah. community as safe as possible. Yeah, it's, I don't know a great deal about Jack the Ripper. I once walked around. Apparently, it was just a yeah. knob. Yeah, <laughs> like just I a, yeah, a real piece of work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, are you going to have pictures like? 
at the door? Are you have security on the door to do this? Or is it a case, if Jack no, the Ripper think, wanders in, you'll be, no, mate, you're not welcome here. Yeah, I think he'd be identifiable because because of the images. Yeah. But also we'd sort of go, well, how, how many people are going to be wearing a top hat? Yeah. And how many people would be in the region of, you know, 160 yeah. years old? It should be fairly apparent. What if he says he's not going to rip anyone those days behind him his ripping days are over if he, if he's willing to repent then obviously i'm willing to turn a blind eye but i my my concern is he's gonna try and assume an alias and sneak in that way and be like yeah. no i'm john the ripper and the other yeah. stuff will let him in yeah. yeah yeah i can see that yeah and also i kind of wouldn't trust him if he said i'm not going to do any more ripping i reckon he's still, he's still <laughs> yeah rip. he's he'd got rip. form he would he would rip well People okay well changed, a controversial first one there but i'm afraid Jack the Ripper is and not And no welcome. football shirts. It's that. Those two. No, no football shirts, yeah. no rippers. No, oh, no. Sorry, no. You're allowed to... If you're Jack the Ripper, you are not allowed to wear a football shirt. But other than that, football shirts are fine. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, Jack the Ripper, not in team colours. Yeah. Right, fine. Okay. So he's not allowed in if he comes, but he's definitely not allowed if he's wearing a football shirt. Yeah, we go, what, what, yeah, yeah. Yeah. what are you doing, man? Yeah, yeah. yeah you've got you've got too, far, you've too far this time. Get that shot off now. <laughs> Amazing. Sad, sad news for, for Jack the Ripper fans everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, now, before we, we, we name your pub, although we kind of know one of him, I think we might have had a few spoilers there mm. um, for the potential of that. What, what have you got? What exciting things are coming up in the world of, of Glenmore? Uh, I have a stand-up uh, series coming out uh, on Radio 4 uh, on November I think it's the 15th or the 16th. It's a Wednesday at 6.30pm. So whichever one of those dates is, uh, is, 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 is either the 15th or the 16th. Um, is, uh, yes, like I'm really excited about it. It's like a four-part, half-hour series um, of just me doing stand-up. Is there, is there a theme for it? Is there it is a theme. It's about moments in major historical events like within my lifetime and what I was doing on that day and how it was relevant and what, you know, and how it all sort of connected. Um, as per my usual stand-up, it probably might contain uh, fibs. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, I, I very much, very much look forward to it. Drink up, please. It's time. So, Glenn, it's time to sum up your pub now. We have on draft Schneiderweiser mm-hmm. and Lucky Saint there. Francis Kainer in bottles, along with the lovely Oyster Bay that we will be serving uh, f- as an expensive, expensive uh, restaurant version, version yeah, yeah. not the current supermarket. With the leftover Chateaubriand. With the leftover Chateaubriand. Um, uh, Captain Morgan's Rum, Zambuca by the pint. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cassini, you'll be drinking... Back in time, Cassini, the Lambrini knockoff, the day before the Easter holidays, where you'll play uh, Guitar Hero, this time the right way up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be listening to Hits 93 Volume 1 on the jukebox. There'll be on-the-hour news broadcasts, thanks to Sam from Manchester. But what will not be there is Jack the Ripper, because no he is barred. Now, finally, what are we naming this dream pub? I have to stay true to my subconscious, uh, and we'll be calling it Paradise. Wonderful. I think this is the first ever, I believe, uh, episode of Moon on the Walls that has come as a vision, perhaps <laughs> from the pub itself, a premonition of what was to come. <laughs> Fabulous. Glenn, thank you very much for your time. We'll look forward to listening to yourself special on Radio 4 thank in the future. You. And uh, you may take your Moon Underwater with you as you return to the other realm. Goodbye. Goodbye.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.